as Tyler would say, good evening. I am Sierra, and I am going to be the Dungeon Master for tonight, and we are starting a kind of new campaign to you, and old to those of us who are sitting here. So I figured we would start with a little recap. Uh, this is known as the Realms of Omnia. It is my first campaign, and I'm very excited. I've run a few one-shots, but we're working on an ongoing story that is all homebrew, and it's a lot of fun. So the Realms of Omnia include six different... Uh, realms, I guess. <laughs> um, but it's not like uh, they're all on the same plane. Like, they're just different realms of this specific, like, continent slash they're world. they like countries all. Yeah, so, so yeah. They're, they're territories, not like planes of existence. I know sometimes the word realm can be used in either capacity, so I wanted to clarify that. Um, but so they include Terum, which is like the Earth Realm, which is mostly a farmland country uh, that is a series of like small towns and villages led by elected mayors. They export crops for the realms of Omnia for the most part. Every uh, realm has its own like major export that keeps it beneficial to why they all work together. And then Naturai, which is the realm we're currently in, is the wood realm. It is a series of forests. Their main export is timber and other woodland goods. Um, they are led by a prince, an elven prince, but he's very young for an elf, so he's kind of assisted by some of the elders in that regard, but the, the governments haven't gotten too much into it yet, but I like giving a good background on how everything works since these characters have lived in this world their whole lives. Um, Kalidi is the Fire Realm, which is a series of deserts and caves where outcasts and runaways tend to go, and they live as a tribe with no leader. Uh, their main export is weapons. They have forges there. Uh, Oceanum is the water realm, and they export, you know, water and fish and things. But they're also, their main export is actually travel, because there's a series of rivers and whatnot that come from their main oceanic base. And that's how people travel from realm to realm for the most part and are able to export their goods. Uh, it's all, like, water-based. So that's kind of like the highway, essentially. Um... And Fodiente is the stone realm, where the dwarves mine. They have several dwarf clans, and the clans all fight amongst themselves to elect an overall leader. Uh, this takes a very, very long time, because <laughs> they all want their clan leader to be the supreme leader. So, uh, I believe it, they've currently been fighting for over the last 25 years, and they're just about to elect somebody. <laughs> um, and then Promisa is the sky realm, which is the highest peak of the mountainous terrain in the Stone Realm, and there is a monastery there where the monks keep records of history and prophecy, and so they that's their main export, essentially, is knowledge. And so those are the six realms, and each realm has their own god. Um, Agri is the earth god. She's the goddess of farming, fertility, and foundation. Idephesium is the stone god. Uh, he's the god of building, strength, security, and mining. There's uh, the wood god, Arboribus, who has kind of come up, so we'll, we'll talk more about him. But he's the god of shelter, resourcefulness, community, nature, and animals. Uh, Omnis is the water goddess, and she's in charge of travel, emotion, and change. Ayatheres is the sky goddess of light, air, wind, weather, destiny, and sun. And Ardet is the fire god of smithing, cooking, heat, and protection. There is a seventh god that... Uh, commoners don't really tend to talk about. That is Umbra, who is darkness, death, and fear of the unknown. Uh, it is often associated with evil, although it may not inherently be so. We're not quite sure, but there is no realm for shadow, and anyone associated with shadow is 
uh, looked down upon, if not like downright in trouble. And then there's a whole council that has um, representatives from each realm that kind of work together to govern the whole thing who are really in charge. So that's kind of how my world works. We're in Noctua right now, so we're in the forests. Um, and then our group includes Derek Darkstrider, Halcarin, Theragrace, Tiff, uh, Katara, who also goes by Kitten, a wolf named Lupa, and two bear cubs, Flint and Lana. So we are a big party. We also are getting a new player tonight, and you all know Tyler, but uh, Tyler, what is your character's name again? I am Cholda Darlow. Cholda Darlow. Okay, I actually need to write that down. So he'll be coming into this session tonight. Prepare to get a nickname, because everyone has one. Everybody has one. <laughs> it doesn't actually know anybody's name. He just gives everybody nicknames. It's true. And you guys know most of the people here. We have Regan um, <clears throat> here, and she's playing Katara. We have Greg as Tiff. Nick is Halcarin. And then we have two people you guys are not familiar with. My very good friends, Drew, who is Derek Darkstrider, and Maddie, who is playing Fair Grace. And so, yeah. <laughs> We're very excited to have them here. We will, be getting, small bean. <laughs> we will be getting one more member in the weeks to come as well, so it's a very large party. Expect a lot of fun. Uh, but these players came together thanks to a vision and pure chance in the underground, which is a mere bar hidden underground in a village in the forest of Naturai. Uh, i got to skip past this part. <laughs> Stuff I already said. Um, our group went to find some lost rangers at the request of Timothy Whitmantle, who's an elder ranger whose party had gone missing. They met uh, pretty much every time the moon was full, or was it new? No, it was full because it, it was a new moon now and they still haven't shown up. Yes. Haha. And <laughs> I know what I'm talking about, I promise. <laughs> but so they had gone missing, they hadn't met up uh, to discuss what's been going on in the forest, and uh, being older, he was afraid to kind of go out on his own, so he was looking for help, and had posted some notices around town, and all of these people had found out about it one way or another, and they all came to answer the call. Uh, the party uh, that was missing consisted of two elves and another human. Our party found signs of a werewolf and tracked them, uh, stumbling upon a den of wolves and their new alpha, who was the werewolf. After fighting, they were knocked out and had to retreat, but Strider was taken captive and thrown into a pile of bodies, the missing rangers. Strider tried to gather intel and escape while the werewolf tended to his wounded pack. The party took a rest and played a rescue mission and were able to take down the werewolf and wolves, but not before Strider was inflicted with lycanthropy. Uh, they investigated and found ritualistic signs in the shape of the long-gone god Arborobus that didn't make much sense to most of them, as Arborobus was a peaceful god. They also found a map leading to an unknown location in what they thought were the familiar woods of Naturai. Finally, they found an injured wolf, which they healed and took with them, and have named her Lupa. And they returned to Timothy, who was sad but not really surprised about what happened to his friends. And he retired as a ranger and said that the forests would be safe under their new protectors, the group who had uh, assisted him. So he gave them his cloak and his bow and what little gold that he had. The party bought some new weapons and went hunting for food for Lupa and a cure for Strider. Katara and Tiff found a cave with an angry brown bear. 
after a very rough and unnecessary fight, <laughs> they discovered that she was angry because she had two bear cubs. And so I had already said they were about five months old. And after I had to spontaneously research how bear cubs can survive without their mother and things, uh, they decided to adopt them too. Now, Katara, who wasn't fond of Lupa, has taken an extreme liking to the bear cubs, and they tend to reside in her backpack. Um... So, meanwhile, Strider and Halcorn and Thergrace uh, found an, eld- an elder elf hermit who helped ease Strider's symptoms with a wolfsbane potion, but he had no official cure. The group remet and located the spot on the map that they had found on the body of the dead rangers, which was the lost city of Kraysheray. Now, most of these people are familiar with Nathurai, so the fact that they found this map that they didn't really know where it led to was interesting to them, and they wanted to find it. And it turns out it was a lost elven city. Uh, they found a temple to Arborobus, and in the temple were tablets in every language stating that evil was not welcome, and the branches of Arborobus were kept safely inside. This crown of the god of nature was rumored to cure any ailment. They went through a labyrinth fighting animals and traps and riddles to get to the altar room, uh, where there was a pool of holy water that had a stump in the middle, dirt ground, light pouring in on the stump and stone walls, and a tablet that said, feed me and I live, give me a drink and I die. They swam to the stump and found the branches of Arborobus, a crown of wooden twigs and shed deer antlers woven together. An inscription in Elvish states, In death I give life. They finally found out that they should light it aflame. This took a very long time. We don't like to talk about it. And they bring the tried remains to Strider, who wore the crown. He was cured of his lycanthropy. They find gold coins in the waters of the old prayer room of various eras, and each took a couple. Uh, They rolled like a d20. I don't know what all you guys ended up taking, but they have it written in their list, so that's fine. Um, And they left the tomb of the high priest and those who died in the labyrinth to get back up to the surface, where Katara and the cubs were waiting for them because Regan had been unable to finish the session. And so she, as her character, decided to take the bear cubs out of the labyrinth to keep them safe. Probably a good call. And then at the end of the session, a man approached them, and now we will be able to continue. However, I want everyone to kind of go around and introduce who their character is before we get started. Hold that thought. It was a lot. It was a lot. And I mean, I left out some kind of like all of the struggle with the riddle with the three pictures. We don't want to talk about it. We don't want to talk about it. Or Tiff fighting trials, an alligator for no reason. All of the yeah, all of the trials of the labyrinth. We we know what they were. There were a lot, so <laughs> it was fun but unnecessary to go into too much detail. So they survived. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Now we're able to continue the story from there. But I wanted everybody to give their like basic information about like their characters, name and appearance, and a little bit about them. So I guess we can start with Regan. Okay. Well, I am playing Katara. She is a Tabaxi. She is black with yellow eyes. She wields a whip as her main weapon. Um, and I believe she's she a fighter? Yes, she is a fighter. Yes, I remember that. She is a fighter. And that's basic information yeah. about Katara. Yeah, and I mean, you said also that she had been like a teenager, right? So oh yeah, she... I guess that's important. I missed last week, so I'm like, no, it's okay. Plus I'm real tired. Um, oh yeah, so she left, I can't remember exactly. The Sky she, Realm. She was a teenager, she left the Sky Realm, 
Um, and she met up with some dwarves and mm-hmm. stayed with them for a while, basically. Uh, yeah, Clan, Clan Fireheart, that's right, because yes. they made you an official member of their tribe before they left to go witness the election of the new dwarven king. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, then you ended up joining these guys, which is pretty cool. Oh, and the bear cubs are my babies cool. now. Yes. Yes, she actually learned kind of a lesson from fighting the, the big brown bear and has oh, learned yeah. some responsibility, which was cool to, to witness. So. Teenage mm-hmm. responsibility on All character right. development. Good old tip! <laughs> <laughs> I love Tiff. I have missed Tiff. Okay, Same. so uh, I'm Greg, as you know, and I play Tiff. Uh, short for Tiffany. Uh, don't laugh. It's a very honorable name. Uh, Tiff is a uh, Goliath barbarian Mm -hmm. uh, standing at a towering seven foot tall, which is really not that tall, I guess, because I'm six foot tall and it's not that much taller. Um, Gray skin in his late 30s. Um, The reason he was out and about to begin with is because... uh, Little backstory, Tiffany is a very important name for his tribe, and uh, he became a very respected member of his tribe itself, and when things started to get a little scarce with the uh, hunting and, um, you know, resources in the area he was living in, he decided to seek out answers on um, his patron god and the major god that he follows, uh, or, uh, or, Arboribus. Arboribus. And his patron god is, like, main Thack or something stupid like yeah, that. Yeah, so there's this, the, the seven major gods, uh, and then I've allowed minor gods, essentially, since some of my players had already picked, like, gods from whether the handbook or other religions. So, essentially all those minor gods kind of fit under a major god's like Canopy. area and yeah so there's the major god of that whole thing but some people especially when they're in different races like i mean obviously orcs and grooms and like other stuff so i i allowed tiff to keep his god obviously so arboribus is like his his main god for his tribe but they his tribe specifically focuses on you said malcap it's like m-a-n-t yeah main Thack. Main Thack, sorry. <laughs> the wise hunter. The wise hunter. Yeah, but he uh, he went out looking for answers and uh, Oh yeah, I did not mention um, the gods. I have all this work about the gods. And uh, the gods have disappeared for many years now. Uh, nobody has felt like answers to their prayers. It was said there was a great war between the gods and then they all just vanished. Some people believe the gods never existed and that all these people are dumb. Some people believe the gods did exist and are bitter that they turned their backs on them, and there are other people like Tiff who believe in the gods and are trying to bring them back to the realms of Omnia. So there's that kind of allows for all kind of religious backgrounds, but as of right now, if you are religious, you haven't really felt your god's presence, so that is why Tiff feels that way. The closest thing Tiff has gotten was during the uh, Labyrinth. Um, there yes, was, there was the, some connection. I can't remember exactly the crown what it was. of our the the branches of our board boost right. when they healed. Derek Darkstrider. Um, Tiff wishes to like. Has, yeah, Tiff, <laughs> Tiff has gone above and beyond. His with Tiff his, tingles. <laughs> he, has, 
he has gone above and beyond with his uh, religious background for his character, like constantly sacrificing and honoring his gods, even though he feels nothing, and constantly praying. So I've been really honestly pleased with that and his got that inspiration. And yeah, he got some inspiration for that, Yay. which he still has. So which I really should have used to like escape that falling That's okay. rock Save stuff. Save for another time. That's yeah, fine. I'll need it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he felt. Um, for the first time in a very long time, the presence of the gods as Derek Darkstrider was healed, only for a brief moment, and then it had vanished. So it was there. There is a it chance. It was there. So that has kind of inspired Tiff to keep going. So that's pretty neat. It's my pocket. And uh, yeah, I love Tiff. Can't wait for y'all to witness some Tiff. Y'all. Well, Tiff does have kind of a southern accent, hence why. Kind of? Kind of? <laughs> <laughs> but we love Tiff. Think uh, Doug Dimidome. Owner of the Dimsdale Dimidome? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then we'll move on to Nick. It's a Hi. Right down over there. Okay. Um, so for this campaign, I'm playing Halcorin. Uh, he is a half-drow half-elf. Um, he is a monk of the sun soul. Uh, he doesn't know his actual parents or anything like that. He um, lived his whole life growing up in the Rising Sun Monastery um, in the the Sky. You can just say Sky Realm. It's Promesia, but you can just say Sky Realm. It's fine. Um, so he's raised up there his whole life, and now he um, wants to because he has a gift in which he can kind of harness the um, his own light force and all that being a sun soul monk and all that, so he wants to use that gift to try to help people in the best ways he can. So um, those ventures kind of led him to the nature realm of Naturai. And yeah, uh, he ended up meeting up everybody else, and here he is now. So he's a very neutral, good character. Like He just wants what's best for everyone, for the most part. Um, Despite he, the fact that many people are not fond of him, because yeah. drow don't really exist in my world. I mean, the people don't yeah. really, haven't really seen them, don't really know what they are. So they believe that Halcarin is cursed. So, um, yeah. Cursed with shadow. So Don't always get the response yeah. I want when I try to help people, but <laughs> sorry your leg's broken, but you'd rather live in your own fear of me. Mm. That's beside the point. But, um, yeah, other than that, I mean, that's pretty much all there is to help her right now. I'm kind of developing him as I go. So. All right. And then we can move on to Drew. Hi, I'm Drew. I'm playing Derek Darkstrider. That's Derek with a Y. Fancy. For those keeping track. <laughs> because he's edgy. I, and, and I just call him Strider because yes. I just am fond of it, so. Yes. Um, basically, Derek's whole deal is that uh, he was a citizen of Terum, and uh, he was imbued with one of the spirits from the Shadow Realm in order mm -hmm. to protect them. Basically, Derek is a blood hunter, which is a critical role uh, class that was created for the game. And which so I we, have allowed in my campaign. Because yeah, when he to, talked about it, I said, that actually goes perfectly with the whole god situation that I have planned. So. Exactly. We talked it out, and we think it worked well, and it was going to be fun to try. So, yeah. um, essentially, he was imbued with the spirit in order to um, help the village basically fight evil. This was done behind the council's back, allegedly, by the way, so people don't know that this has happened. Right. And we call the spirit bitch. Yes. He, he calls the spirit bitch. Yeah. Yes. When we're talking about her, like, it, out of game, she's referred to as bitch. Yes. The spirit <laughs> is unknown to me. 
you, despite the many she years She will not that identify herself. She's been attached to me. She has not identified herself. So, Derek just decided, you know what? I'm going to call you bitch. And um, I have ruled that he has to occasionally make wisdom saving throws in order to, like, kind of gain, like remain in control. Because um, bitch will kind of push him to move past his... He wants to be good, and, mm-hmm. and bitch is not necessarily about that life. She kind yes. of pushes him to the extreme, so yes. sometimes he will be a little bit more aggressive. Right. <laughs> Basically, um, all Derek really knows about bitch is that she's some, some sort of wolf spirit, and so he has some kind of mm-hmm. canine attributes, um, such as heightened senses, and sometimes he'll smell something out. Um, but yeah, he was... Uh, basically chosen by the village to be their protector and using evil to fight evil. Mm-hmm. Um, and after a while, they just got scared of him and so decided to push him out. And so he has essentially been wandering wandering the world looking for e- evil to fight and trying to uh, trying to make, make use of his life. And mm-hmm. uh, that often leads him into trouble because people don't trust him. He... The, having the spirit in him has taken its toll. He's 29 years old, but he looks like he's in his 50s. Uh, basically, living with the spirit in him has not done him any good, but he's just trying to trying to do what he can. Excellent. All right. Thayer Grace. Um, hi, I'm Maddie, and I'm playing with Thayer Grace. Um, Thayer Grace Bottlegreen is a halfling bard. Um, she comes from a family of bards, um, in the nature realm, and, um, she basically wants to live up to her family's, like, what's the word? Legacy. Legacy, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and so she, she went out to find her own adventure. Yeah, she has a cousin who's actually on the council. Yeah, so. She, she doesn't like him very much. (laughs) Um. But since he's all prestigious. Um, yeah, so um, so she's just trying to live up to her family's legacy, basically. So she went out um, to find her own adventure and ran into these goons. And basically, she she gets along really well with Halkerin, um because she kind of sees... She, she likes to believe there's good in everyone, so she kind of sees past everyone's, like, appearance and just kind of looks for the good that they show. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's, she's a very... She's young, she's naive, but she's very sweet. Um, and she likes to just believe that there's just good in the world. Um, so she she's taken really well to Lupa also. Um, Everyone is taking well to Lupa. Yes, Lupa is the best. <laughs> How could you not? The best baby. Um, so yeah, so that's their grace. Not that we don't love the bear cubs too, we love them too. Yes. But Lupa was our first baby. Lupa was the first baby. Yes, and I am constantly yelled at not to do anything to Lupa, but I also have reminded them she is their responsibility. So Sierra giveth and she taketh away. We <laughs> <Yes. laughs> were really worried Lupa was gonna die in the labyrinth, but well, we won't go into that. Yeah, we don't want to talk about it. I'm not y'all make me sound so mean. <laughs> oh, I let you keep the damn wolf. All right, and Tyler, I guess you can give us a little bit of background on your character, even though you have not officially played as them yet. Um, what you should know about Cholda is that um, they are a cleric, and they are somewhat mysterious and a little tricksy. I'll do the rest, give in a game. proper intro. In right, game, we're yeah. going to lead with that anyway, so... <laughs> 
I guess so, that's it works out so well. Like, and now that I think about it, like, we came down, he was right there, and you're just like, hey. Yeah, that's yeah. totally what I intended for it to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely what we were working on. Awesome, awesome. All right. Let's okay. freaking party. Well, does that mean that food is done? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I guess since we've caught up with the recap, perhaps that we should go break for food real quick and then start the session. Does that sound good now? Yeah, that sounds okay. good to me. Okay, well, we will be back shortly. Alrighty. And we're back and all very tired from eating way too much food. So we will see how tonight is going to go. All right. We are officially ready to begin our okay. session. So, like I said, Go last on. we left off, a man, or what appeared <coughs> to be a man, was approaching the party as we know it. Katara, the, the group, had reunited with you at the end of the session, by the way, okay. and the everything seemed well, so okay. things are all good. Nothing happened while you were out there. It was pretty chill. It's a forgotten city. So it's pretty unusual someone just happens to be walking up right now. Um, Tyler, do you have any idea where you would have heard about this forgotten city, by the way? We probably should have discussed <laughs> this before the session. Um, chances are I probably just stumbled, stumbled on, on it. Stumbled on it? Okay. Complete. I like... You're telling us we all had to roll like four times to find this place, and he just waltzes on up like, what's this? What's this? Yes, that's exactly what happened. (laughs) We all had to make like four arcana checks just to find this place. (laughs) And Tiff never found it. (laughs) People were like, it's right in front of you. And he's like, oh! Hey, if Jesus met... If Jesus met uh, the devil in the desert, then sure as hell, Cholda can find a forgotten city just by waltzing around. Alright, well, Cholda, I would like you to make a religion check for me, just to see if you even recognize uh, the Temple of Arboribus or anything about it. Okay. Just as you're walking up to kind of explain, because I know we talked about what you may be doing. Right. But I want to see if you even recognize what it is, or if it's just literally pure chance. Okay. Luck. Uh, let's see. And no, you I said that's a religion check? Yes. Okay, so that's a 14. Okay, I'd say that's enough. Like, you're familiar with the old gods, but your god's better. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so, you're like, huh, well, what do you know? This is the perfect place this is for me to try to honor me. Azutazus. Is that how you say it? Azutazu. Azutazu. Okay, Azutazu. I like that Bless better. So, Azutazu, sorry. Um, so, yeah, you see, you're like, Huh. Maybe you had just been, you know, commuting with Azutazu, and you're like, I want to find somewhere to honor you, I want to find somewhere to, like, spread your name, and you kind of just, like, let fate guide you, and it led you here, and you're like, hey, a temple for an old god that hasn't been here, this is the perfect place! Yeah! Christopher Columbus that shit. So, do you, (laughs) I'm also gonna ask you to make a perception check for me, just to see if you even are really aware of the people around the temple that are kind of standing outside of it. Okay. Well, let's see. Perception. Um, That's a 10. I mean, yeah, there's some people there. You don't really care about them. No. You're like, this is a good spot. 
And hey, now there are people who are gonna get to witness the awesomeness of a zoo zoo. So, if anything, like, you're yeah, yeah. kind of indifferent towards them, but you notice them, like, they're there. <coughs> but not, there. there's nothing that stands out about them that makes right. them super interesting. Well, there's just that some maybe people the here. Wolf the I'm on a mission. Or the seven-foot-tall guy. <laughs> I'm on a mission anyway, so yeah. I'm just charging on in. Alright, so uh, you are free to do what you would like. I'm going to find the nearest wall with okay. some, I don't know, maybe some symbols or something on it. And I'm going to uh, pull out a piece of chalk and start writing, start drawing a sigil. Um, you see, there are some like stone tablets in a variety of languages. Do you look to see what any of them say? Um, I'm not really aware. I might glance at them. Um, what what languages do you speak? Can I ask that? Oh, sure. Um, let me just double check. I speak Celestial, Common, Draconic, Dwarvish, and Elvish. Oh, yeah. You see, you actually see all of those languages across these tablets, which is kind of unusual. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Maybe Um, I'll pause mm -hmm. and just kind of read it. Okay, so you're just looking, and okay. it, it all just kind of is basic religious prose. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you read a sentence here and there. Uh, the translation's a little wonky for the draconic. It, it, it could yeah, have worded a little better. Yeah. Uh, but it, it seems that it all says the same thing just over and over about this being the temple to our Borobus. It's a sacred shrine, and Ooh. that... Um, okay. Evil is not welcome here. Well, um, there's nothing evil about my pro- Yeah, protect exactly. Yep, and protection so for I'm the to, for the sick and the hurt. I'm going to draw the sigil. Okay. And can you describe what the sigil looks like? Maybe? It's uh, it's like an eye, and on the top of it are three little designs, and then at the bottom of the eye is like a little J okay. curl, curly Q, mm-hmm. and it ends with a little. Sort of like a little dot on the end of it. Okay. So this person who you'd thought was approaching you at the end of last session walks right past you up to the temple walls and has started drawing with chalk. <laughs> oh, that's what I thought and I was going to say. <laughs> you know, as, I, as I finish, you know, drawing the symbol, I'm going to, to start making some... Uh, Writing and Celestia saying, Hail to Azu to Zoo. Long may he reign the I Supreme. And I'm just going to like put a period at the end of that. And I'm What's going to stand back to this? and yeah. take a look at my work. I'm honestly just going to like kind of look at him like baffled. Like this random dude's just walking up here and drawing on this sacred temple. Mm hmm. What the fuck is in a Zuzuzu? I tried to read uh, it. He, 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 he wrote it in Celestial. He wrote it in Celestial and he didn't say anything about Celestial? a Zuzuzu out loud. So we're going to write on. it. Yeah, can you read Celestial? I might be able to. If everyone who's interested in looking, feel free to check your languages and see no. if you can read it. Nope. But, <clears throat> what the hell are you doing in this temple? <laughs> I'm going to kind of turn around and look at him. <coughs> And then I'm going to use an act my action oh, no. uh, <laughs> to change my appearance. 
and I'm going to match his height and completely mimic him and say, well, I don't know, sir. What do you think I'm doing here? (laughs) So everyone just saw this weird... um, Can you you, you describe your appearance? Um, My appearance, if anybody saw it real quick, um, I'm a sort of plain grayish looking person with grayish sort of almost transparent skin with a long transparent hair under a cowl and a cloak. Uh, sort of That's what he said, a blackish. Question: Do your clothes expand with you? Uh, they kind of stretch. They are very baggy, so okay. they might just start to stretch a little taut. Okay. So yeah, it's probably you probably hear a couple seams pop, but nothing that's really noticeable. Something I can't fix. Can I right. So. Oh yeah. So yeah, you just you... see this weird gray, almost like kind of wispy, translucent kind of creature, uh, suddenly grow very large very suddenly and he now looks and sounds like tiff now hold on one second are you supposed to be me i don't wear anything stupid looking like that <laughs> well i know you don't doggone wear nothing stupid like this but i sure as hell do okay okay i can only handle one of you so one of you needs to change <laughs> i'm gonna look at him take a look at him and do another change of appearance right all right now I'm gonna beat your ass. I wanna, so punch, I mean, I wanna punch him. Oh, I tried to restrain him. Oh, uh, okay. I'm gonna have you both roll initiative to see Athlete's gonna try to restrain him. I, I, I need initiative. To, this isn't necessarily combat, but I need to see whose action takes place first. All, all I can think of is one of us going for Lupa to attack. Yeah. 16. 8. Okay. <laughs> So, you're getting ready to strike. Theragrace, what do you try to do to restrain him? I just run up to him and kind of, like, run into him. That way he kind of gets knocked off balance. Yeah, I, like, grab him. So, so you're just trying to use your body yeah. and not whole oh, person? I'm 46 pounds of me, yes. And you're not trying to she's use whole person? She's not thinking right now. <laughs> okay. She's a little scared. Okay. So, Darkstrider, I'm gonna have, uh, make contesting strength checks. Oh, no. So you both make a strength check. 19. Oh, oh no! <laughs> she took a knocker and says, roll around 20! 12! <laughs> he kind of... <coughs> He, as he is going to strike him, he does feel you, like, up against him, like, no, stop! <laughs> and, um, he just kind of brushes past you, and you do fall on your butt. It's not too aggressive or anything. He wasn't mean to you inherently, unless you want to be. No. Okay. So, it wasn't really aggressive, just, like, you really did nothing to stop him. Okay, you can go ahead and make your attack to punch him. I forgot whole person was Okay. He is going to try to strike you. I don't know if you have any, like, reactions or dodges um, or anything you can do. That'd be a tent. I don't know about reactions. Um. Oh! Oh! I do have one reaction. Uh, I can only do it once per short rest, but it's called Unsettling Visage. Oh, no! So... When you make an attack roll against me, I can use my reaction to impose disadvantage on the roll. So I'm going to just kind of look at him and then just sort of like... Okay. So you have to roll again and see if you roll lower than a 10. Holy shit. Nope. Okay, so so he rolled a 10. Does that hit? A 10? Uh, Right on the money. Okay, and roller wins ties. So you will succeed in punching him. As his face goes, 
Oh, <laughs> where, where were you aiming? Like square in the face? Just square in the jaw. Uh, let me double Did you check. Just I, to your armor, maybe? Uh, let me double check. I mean, he I said did. that he was just in his clothes. Oh, 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 oh! I do have scale mail under there, so it's a fourteen. I'm sorry. I was gonna say I know clerics typically start with armor. I wondered if he maybe just okay. To... So you go. Sorry, that's punch my bad. You. That's fine. Just make sure you're aware of it because he was gonna punch you in the face, and then you're you're confident you're right there and just punching a guy in the face, and then <laughs> and you basically are like what the and just. You completely missed the attack. So I'm going to uh, change again, back to my neutral self, and I'm just going to say, Hey, I'm sorry. I was just messing around. Can't you guys take a joke? I mean, it was funny, right? Who the hell are you? What oh. the hell are you? Um, I'll do you one better. Where the hell are you? <laughs> Why the hell are you? Yeah, you guys, I would have you make a history check and see if you've ever even heard of changelings before. They're not very common. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right, Tiff's dumb as fuck. <laughs> what kind of check are we doing? History. history. Well, two. Twenty-one. There, Grace. Nineteen. You you've heard about it in a song. Mm, you said 21, right? Yeah. Yeah, you've heard about them in songs, but you didn't think they were actually real. Fair. Um, <coughs> you just thought it was some fantasy thing somebody made up, but it's starting to kind of come back to you, and you're like, you don't know necessarily that he is this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, you, you've even heard stories about, uh, like, the Fae swapping changelings out for... Um, people, you know, okay, and yeah. stuff. So it's kind of like a little bit of a, a horror story that you probably thought was used to kind of scare kids straight, but okay. maybe it wasn't a story. Uh, you rolled a 19. Yes. You probably read something about it in the Skyrim, but it's one of those things, it's on the tip of your tongue, you can't remember what it's called, but you're not really surprised by it either. Like, you're not startled or taken aback it is something that you are aware of exists there are plenty of things that change form too so um and i mean he seems he apologized so <laughs> he doesn't seem like scary yeah how um, bear cubs reacting that's the real question luba reacting <laughs> <laughs> it's like what the I actually need to probably roll for that but i I don't know if I have their stats on hand. I might have to flip real quick. Because I don't know their... I mean, I'll just roll generic for now, but that's something I need to write down. Okay. So. Lupa is growling a lot. The hairs on her back are standing up. She's hunched down. Um, She does not like whatever this is. And do, it, do I notice Lupa doing this? And she probably, uh, I mean, yeah, her behavior has gotten very aggressive. I, I want, I want, she like probably doesn't like the fact that it copied you guys, is why she's upset. Because leave my daddy alone. If wanna, you guys are her pack and her down. family, and this thing is suddenly not only possibly mocking you, but could be endangering you, and she doesn't like, she likes knowing who you are. Now she's got to worry about this thing. She doesn't like it. Uh, the bear cubs. 
chewing. They're just kind of like playing around in the backpack. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really notice it even. <laughs> so, uh, I, I but Lupa to, is very, very angry. I want angry. to pet her and assure she, her everything's okay. Uh, animal handling roll, please. Ten. Um. Guys, can roll on my lap? She's like she doesn't flinch when you touch her, but she's still not calming down. So you notice that this full-grown wolf has gotten very defensive and is snarling towards you. Oh, um, I'm I'm really sorry if I upset your your animal friend. I didn't mean to offend anybody. It's just in my nature. What are you doing here? Is he from Minnesota? I came here. <laughs> I came Minnesota. here. <laughs> Don't start with me, goddamn. <laughs> you know I'll go there. I came here. Um, I kind of stumbled here, to be honest. I was just walking around doing my thing. And then I saw this big old temple standing out in the middle here. And I thought, well, this is a perfect place for religious folk to, you know, see the sign of Azutazu. What? Do I believe him? <clears throat> Make an insight check. Who, who, what is... Azuta what? Azutazu. Uh, Azutazu. He's my god. Sorry. Well, I don't know if it's really a he or a she or an it. Are, are, I mean, I assume you're being truthful, but uh, he rolled a, a 20 on an insight check, so I want to make sure that you're being genuine oh, absolutely, and absolutely, absolutely friendly. And yeah, so he, I mean, you, you believe every word. He seems, it seems, I called her, they, they seem, goodness, I'm all over the place. <laughs> um, they seem, it seems to have just been a misunderstanding. So you just so happen to stumble upon a hidden temple mm-hmm. with magic. Oh, it's hidden and it's got magic in it. Yeah. Ooh. It took us quite a while to find this place. Oh. Well, Azutazu certainly shed his grace on me. Do Do I have any idea who Azutazu is, for that matter? Um, you can make a religion check. Uh, nineteen. You've never heard of Azutazu. What the fuck is an Azutazu? He's my god. Well, she or it. I don't really know. Maybe Azutazu is a lot like us. You know? Oh, that's right. You asked what I was, right? Who said that? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm a changeling. A what now? I didn't think those were real. I'm going to look at you and I'm going <clears> to <throat> turn into you a changeling. Okay, you really need to cut that shit out right fucking now. I'm sorry. I think it's quite funny. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Some of the Jackson thinks it's funny. Well, then I'm going to look at you, take a good look, and... Ah, well, thank you. I just imagine... <laughs> but it's still your clothes, right? You just gave yep, your I just it, It's just kind of like... Okay. It's like I take on your person you know, your shape a little bit, but I'm still wearing the same clothes. Okay. Okay. Well, you look great. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you do too. Oh, thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Oh my God, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, puppy. 
I upset you. Ooh. I didn't mean to frighten that. I'm sorry. Try to attempt to call Lupa again. It's okay. Yeah, you can I try want, one more time. I just want her to feel like everything's okay. Fifteen. It's a little better. She'll kind of like pull back a bit. Um, like at your side. But she's still keeping an eye on him. You know, I always... I love animals, but they don't seem to love me very much. Just don't get it. They're not the only ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make such a bad first impression. Well, anyway, this is a great time for me because I'm looking for acolytes. No. <laughs> oh, come on. It's really fun. You get to dance. Have you, you heard about sing. our Lord and Savior, Azuna Zoo? <laughs> <laughs> You get to dance, you get to sing, you get to wear all kinds of fancy makeup and wear Fuck the of... gods. Every single fucking one of them. Now hold on one second there, buddy. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna break the party apart here. First of all, I'll come back to you in a second. You, get that shit off that wall. No. <laughs> you do realize this temple's for Aburabus, correct? Aburabus is dead. Aburabus is the one true god. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. say that kind of stuff around Tiff. Well, I'm sorry that he feels that way, but he's the only god that has spoken to me. I used to worship another god, and they were silent. But Azutazu came to me in a dream, and he spoke to me. You gonna just let him talk god. about a Borobus like that? I wouldn't want to what? talk to him either. Out of, out of just curiosity, I was I would like to know what god you previously uh, probably, prayed to. Uh, uh, what, do you know like what realm? Uh, the, the dark and shadow one. Oh, that's also bad, but okay. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not gonna like that. Uh, okay, so yeah, you, you would pray to Umbra, which makes sense, because anything like dark or, um, mysterious and stuff like that, and I guess trickster realm would kind of fall under Umbra, so that makes makes sense, and you did, did not hear from them, but you sure heard from Azunazu. I did. <clears throat> they spoke to me, and I know they're real. The gods are come. At least my god has come back. Perhaps the gods are not here for a reason. Maybe they are, and maybe they are. I don't know yet. But I know one thing is for certain. I saw I saw Azutazu in my dreams, and I know as a cleric and as a religious person, it is my duty to spread the faith, to welcome those under the all-seeing eye. Regardless, it's very disrespectful to just. Dis- Grace a temple already dedicated to someone. But it's a it's a temple dedicated to a god that's dead. I mean How do you know they're dead? Because they don't speak. And Neither if they don't speak, you. they don't they're they're dead. If they don't perform miracles, they're dead. Azutazu has. Lupa doesn't speak? You think she's dead? Well, she's dead. <laughs> I, I was gonna say I hope Lupa would just like <laughs> 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 what do you call that? That's talking. <clears throat> Listen, I know we have our religious disagreements already, and I don't mean to do that, but it's my mission to spread the word that Azutazu has come to release us. That was my bad. Continue. <laughs> release us? From what? From unhappiness. From <clears throat> self-doubt. <laughs> It's true. I yeah. don't doubt things anymore. You can do that with a cold one. 
Don't need no guy to do that. <laughs> I can use one. I'm not really going These to... These people don't seem very receptive to the wondrous Azukazu. I see. I see. Well, why don't I but come... But maybe, if you go with them, they'll eventually learn. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, why don't I come with you anyway? Why don't I come with you anyway? It gets kind of lonely just wandering by myself and just with the simple words of a zoo to zoo. I could use some friends. We could be friends, right? Won't be my friend. Oh, you'll get used to me in some time. A lot of people do. It's either that or they try to beat me up. I wonder then why. Then I run away. Just promise us one thing. Hmm. Don't shove the zoo to zoo down anyone's throats. I'll try not to. And no more defacing temples. You can find an empty one. But he told me to. At least not. You guys one. make an insight check. Anyone who wants to. Eight. You don't need to. You've already made one. Seventeen. Seventeen. Ten. Ten. Eighteen. Eighteen. That's not what does. Um, 16. Okay, um, all of you guys except for Tiff. <laughs> this person, I mean, their beliefs are just different than yours, but you also see the potential of possibly having someone else on your side, and you believe them enough to think they're not gonna, like, suddenly stab you in the back. Um,. Especially you, Strider. Like, even though it kind of scared the hell out of you when they did the thing, you were like, that could be useful. And, uh... Are any of them injured? Can I make a medicine check? Lupa is. Lupa is. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to cast, um, let's see... I'm going to cast. You see, you see the bandages that are kind of on. Is it on Tiff Lupa. in here too? I'm not sure. Tiff is in the. I'm going to cast cure wounds at first level. To try to heal uh, Luba. Okay. And I don't know what you need to do for that. I just need to roll one d8 and okay. then add three to it, and then just try to touch Luba if she'll let me. I mean, even even if she. You know, goes to bite me, I'll be okay. I guess. I don't know. I'm not good with that. <laughs> okay, so that's a four, six, seven. So that's seven points for Lupa. Okay, that's um, exactly I am, I am going to have you make a charisma check. Okay. Just to see if she'll even let you touch her. Okay, let me look up my charisma. Oh, yeah, that's a 21. So, I'm going to rule it as you kind of, with most canine-type animals anyway, um, when you're first trying to, like, interact with them, usually you'll kind of, like, get on their level and extend a hand out and let them come to you. So I'll say that is what you did to Lupa, as you just kind of held out your hand and let her slowly kind of slink her way towards you. She sniffed your hand a little bit. 
and you're able to kind of gently put your hand on her face mm-hmm. and you're able to heal her at those seven points and she is she is healed and um her tail kind of starts wagging there a little bit. that's good you're such a good girl all better <laughs> yes, Maybe we could let him come with us. You all also immediately see him heal somebody, and I'm like, oh, he's definitely useful. They, they are definitely useful. I apologize. It's okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, Tiff, you rolled a 10 on the insight, so... Hell yeah. <laughs> you sure don't like what this guy is saying, but you believe... They believe what they're saying. Uh, so there's definitely some disagreements that are gonna happen, Mm. but much like the rest of the group saw, not only did they prove with their little nifty parlor trick of transformation that they could be useful, uh, they just healed Lupa. They, they bent down and reached their hand out and Lupa slinked towards them and they were able to to heal her the, the damage that she had received in the temple and even before. Wholesome as fuck. So, so Lupa started wagging her tail a bit and uh, I can never pronounce your character's name, I'm sorry. Uh, Cholda. Cholda, okay. Cholda called Lupa a good girl. But so you see the healing and you see the transformation and while you may not like their religious beliefs, you think that they could be a valuable ally and you believe they're not trying to hurt you and they just want to come along for the ride. So they've agreed to try not to shove a zoo to zoo down anyone's throat and uh, there were no promises on the temple defacing, but... (laughs) I mean, it's my mission. I have to. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well. I'm not saying you have to like them or accept them. I'm just telling you that. Yeah. I don't like it, but whatever. I don't care. So am I in? Sure. You're in. Oh, good. It's good to have friends. I never have any. You know, I hope we get to be good friends. Yippee. <laughs> That's you the spirit. You, you may want to know some of your friends' names. Oh. <laughs> you guys might want to make introductions. Well, since, since we're all buddying up together, who do I call you by? What's your names? I'm Fair Grace. Fair Grace. That's pretty. Thank you. Halkerin. Ha, what? Halkerin. <laughs> Halkerin. Nice to meet you. I suppose you can call me Kitten. Kitten. I love it. It's so cute. He's spooky. Spooky. Derek. Derek Darkstrider. Right. Derek Darkstrider. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't help myself. And I'm Tiff. Tiff. Okay. Short for Tiffany. <gasps> Tiffany. That's a pretty name. It's a manly name. Right, it's a manly name. Knock that off. Sorry. (laughs) Old habits die hard. (laughs) Oh boy, what are we going to nickname you? (laughs) I can't wait to have a nickname. I've never had a nickname. Did I tell you my name? I'm Cholda Darlow. 
the first priest of Azutzu, our Lord and Savior. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Well, you you know. <laughs> this is so fun. I've never had friends before. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> well, just gonna high five you. <laughs> because everybody was so serious back at the temple. They were so dark and gloomy. But then, I had my dream, and I learned to be free. Wonderful. What temple? Um, the temple of, uh, what's the god's name? Uh, the, the god was known as Umbra. <laughs> Umbra. Um, oh, it was, a, it was a temple of Umbra. Do we know who Umbra is? Because You, said you like, absolutely know who Umbra okay. is. Oh, sure. And you are surprised there is a temple to Umbra, because Umbra does not have a domain in the realms of Omnia. Where is this temple? Um, far away. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm not good with geography. So I just happened to be walking along here, and I took a couple boat rides... And I had to do a couple of odd jobs, get onto boats, and walk plenty of trails, and do all sorts of work. And long story short, really, it's far away. I don't really know, because I kind of grew up um, as an orphan. So, and they didn't really talk to me too much. I guess because I just kind of chatter on, chatter, chatter all the time. Because, I, you know, I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> but I'm also really happy. But also kind of like, you know... Uh, yeah. Are we sure we want him with us? I'm pretty you guys sure are like in a huddle now. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen what he what he can do. He could be useful. Are we having a they, huddle? They, they are. We androgynous, sorry, genderless. My bad. Being no, it's okay. I keep slipping up too, but I I do want to point that out. I am trying to say they because that it's is okay. how uh, Cholda wishes to be identified. So as a changeling, they are kind of genderless and androgynous and. So they, they have she, no true. She's a changing. <clears throat> no, no gender. So, just a heads up for people to know and be respectful. Thank you. Cool beans. <clears throat> I don't think they mean any harm. And well, what's one more? Dark Strider, you are very concerned about the the Umbra Temple. Um, I kind of come like from a like a curse you, you thing. Want so. To, uh, to save for later is you want to try to find some more information on this because that may have something to do even with your origin. So, um, yeah, and you are, Helkerin, are pretty, as you know, after hour, pretty forgiving for all It's not always something someone can help. It ain't easy being green. And since you come from the Sky Realm and are knowledgeable, you would also know that there were many who thought that Umbra also wasn't inherently evil. It's something more that commoners have uh, associated right. Umbra with. So, still not necessarily something that someone openly talks about worshipping, but they've also left that temple. So, so yeah, some people may feel a bit uneasy about that in the party. may want to keep an eye on Cholda, but... For the most part, you all made the insight checks, and you believe Cholda, and Cholda believes what Cholda is saying, so. Fair enough. Well. <clears throat> Strider, you may even 
want this person to come along more so now so you can get <coughs> more information on the temple. That mm -hmm. could be a motivation for you to allow them in the party is like yeah, a, that's what I was thinking. a spy tactic. So, there, Grace, you're pretty friendly. And it's something you can write about in your song. Valkyrie, yeah, you're forgiving. And I feel like Tiff is going to be the one that has the, the hardest time with this. And that's okay, because not everybody has to like each other. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> okay, well. But I'm confident. All right. Well, so. <clears throat> I don't know about you guys, but I could use a drink after all this sneak stuff. Can I join in on the huddle? <laughs> you guys look over and Shulda's just standing there like... <laughs> I would like to immediately start walking in the direction that I believe home is at. Because you are familiar with the area, yeah, because you know yeah. with the whole Outlander background, yeah, you, you know where start walking home. <laughs> you, you know where the village is at. You want to be part of our group, you'll buy him drinks. <laughs> um, okay, I can do that. Oh, sorry, okay, <clears throat> I'll, I'll follow along. Okay, do you leave your sigil up at the temple, by the way? Yeah, okay. I'm just like, wait, uh, it's my mission. Well, Tiff, you already walked away. Tiff's you. already you walked away. You can't make him, unless yeah. you, you didn't okay. make him erase it, so. Nope. Tiff just needs a drink. Um, okay. What is There's everybody's passive perception? Ooh, passive perception. Ooh. Um, 15. Okay. 13. 13. Okay. 12. Uh, 12. Okay. Oh, no, wait. I'm sorry. 13. Okay. My bad. That's fine. That's my passive insight. I'm sorry. Yeah. Passive uh, perception is 13. Okay. Um, nobody really notices anything on the way back. Who had the highest, though? Was 13 the highest, I like a tie? So. Yeah. Okay. I just was curious. Um, yeah, so you guys are exiting the lost... Uh, city of Kreishere and the Temple of Arborabus as you're walking back. Um, you know, it is a bit of a journey back home. Is anyone looking for anything? Does anyone want to stop to rest? Does, uh, I want to give people the opportunity to do anything they want to do on the journey back. I uh, would, go ahead. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know who I would exactly, I want to find a new backpack that better fits the bears because I know that my backpack did get Messed up at yes, some point. Yes. So I did get torn. Need to look for someone who like works with leather or something. I just imagine the picture of the the pit bull with the little saddle with the subwoofers back. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Lupa. basically. What put it on Lupa? Um, I if it's gonna be a longer trip, I would suggest like a um short rest. Well, since you guys are outside of the temple and it's a lost city where nobody is at, you probably think it's safe to take your short rest yeah. there. Okay. Just to... Look, I'll take your short rest. Everyone's just resting for like a half hour to an hour, but yeah, it's good to have someone be vigilant. So, okay, someone's actively trying to keep watch. Um, if you are actively like keeping watch like that, Dirk Strider, you can make a uh, perception check. It does involve hearing. Great. It's a nine. 
Damn. Wait, don't you get an advantage? Yes, I do. I do get an advantage. And it's a nine. (laughs) So you're keeping watch in... It's a forest. It's probably about... um, It's a little after midday at this point. You guys had spent some time, for sure, in the labyrinth. You don't really know how much time has passed, but at least right now the sun is up. um, And there's sunlight. But the trees... The towering trees have created kind of a canopy over the city, and as you know, this is also protected by magic and whatnot, so you don't really notice anything out and about. It's almost eerie to be in a world where people once were, and now it's just you guys. Um, because there are the buildings of a civilization here. There are There's the crumbling stone and um, a lot of wood and other... Uh, building materials that someone had invested the time to put into and to create. It, it's not a large, you know, city. It's, it is a city, so there are some basic home-like structures and shops and things, and then the big temple is the, is the centerpiece, but it, it's very weird to be in a place that's been forgotten, and it fills you with almost a sense of melancholy, in a way, because you can feel almost residual emotion that had been put into this place and you're wondering what happened to these people but there's nothing that stands out at you um that you need to be like alert for it's uh on the one hand you feel at ease because you guys are truly alone and on the other hand that's uneasy because we are truly alone so it's just a weird feeling i thought i would describe of it but Nothing is really happening on your watch, as far as you know, so. <laughs> so Strider is kind of keeping watch, everyone else doing anything? Probably just meditating. <clears throat> I'm probably just sitting down, I'll probably pick up like a stray stick or something and just keep writing the sigil down on the ground, okay. keep myself occupied. Okay. Everyone just kind of relaxes for a bit. Regains their strength. Yep. Tips away from the rest of the group, though, because he's pissed off and pouting. He's pouting, okay? First there was the snakes, and then there was the whole rock thing, and now this bitch is coming in and messing up his temple. What, like, are you sitting? Are you standing? Are Probably you... standing, facing away from the group. Okay. Um. Looking off into the woods or whatever. You feel something brush against your leg? Oh, no. Uh-oh. More okay. snakes. <laughs> no, no more snakes. Uh, like, back of my leg? I mean, ne- next to you. Okay, do I look? I would like to look down at my leg. It's Lupa. <gasps> oh. <laughs> she, she can sense that you're stressed, so she's kind of rubbed her head against your leg, and she sits down next to you, and are you, like, just kind of, like, looking into the distance or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's kind of is looking out there. Her ears are kind of perked up. She's... Just kind of looking, kind of wondering what you're staring at. She looks up at you, you know. It's kind of a weird, puzzled look on her face. Um, but then she goes... I'll <laughs> <laughs> pat her on the head, like, scratch behind her ear. Kind of, uh, yeah, she kind of close her eyes and kind of, like, kick her back leg a little bit. <laughs> and this is character development, because Tip didn't give a shit about Lupa at first. No, Tip did not. Like, in the beginning. 
she's You're still there. Okay. I got you. Okay, so I guess you would feel a sense of peace then, but Lupa doesn't seem so... I mean, she doesn't seem aggressive. Um, just alert. Okay. Um, she is still seated next to you. She had, like, taken a seat as you were petting her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's standing... Not standing, sorry, seated, but, like, she's very tall. Like, her neck is elongated and her shoulders are are down and she, uh, is just kind of staring forward. Could I crouch down to her level and look again? Would that make any difference, do you think? Let me just see real quick. Y- y- you can try. Okay. That's perception. Mm-hmm. Seven. Nope. No, seven. <laughs> Tiff would, I mean, Tiff, if he felt at ease initially because of what he thought it could be, he's probably like, all right, girl, let's go back to the group and, like, pat her on the head and turn to walk away and, like, kind of wait to see if she'll follow. She did not follow you. Oh, boy. 
WTD. I'm making bracelets, you guys. Can he tell that she's like really kind of nervous or make a insight check? Again, she's not aggressive, but she's definitely at attention. Something has caught her interest, and her her stance is alert, not necessarily defensive, but also there is, yeah, like a sense of concern that you see in her eyes uh, as she's as she's looking forward. It's almost like a I mean, you know, she can't speak to you, but like her eyes are are telling you something. You can almost see like her soul in them, and that it, it's like she's trying to tell you something. What would Tip do? Tip is gonna brandish his great axe and like <laughs> stand in front of Lupa in in her line of sight. Just kind of like, like. What kind of stance do you have? Uh, definitely like. Can I? Can you stand and show me? Yeah, it's definitely gonna be like uh this kind of thing. Okay, Lupa <laughs> has actually gone between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> She's not like run underneath them. She's just kind of like crouched down in there so she can still see. Do I notice that Tiff has done this? Uh, you can make a perception check. Can okay. I too? Oh, they're playing. <laughs> You guys want to like try to say oh, like, hey, what happened? Yeah, you don't know anything. That one. That's six. You're just drawing a zoo to yeah. over yeah. and over. <laughs> I'm just making circles of a zoo to zoos outside of myself. Little seventeen. Seventeen. Oh yeah, Tiff's doing some weird shit. <laughs> well, what's so weird about that? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Tiff is doing his own Tiff thing from the looks of it, but he's got his axe out. Can I walk anyone else? Did anyone else roll? Was anyone else? I rolled a six. Seven. I'm busy playing with my bear cups. Okay, that's acceptable. Can, Can I have to order him? Um, you may if you. Yeah, I, no, you're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Yeah, this is Tiff time. <laughs> Tiff. Tiff. Tiff, the tool man. Tiff. <laughs> Tiff, what's going on? Lupa's uh, Lupa's acting a little weird here, and uh. She's not taking her eye off that spot over there. Do I see anything? Can you make a perception check? I can. It's another snake! <laughs> Ooh, seven. Nope. Um, now that there are a couple people over there, Tiff, You'll kind of hear that whispering stop. But you see nothing. You hear nothing. It is the forest. There's some birds chirping, and the sun is up, and there's some shade from the trees. Um, Maybe she's just on edge because of the new guy. Thing. Person. Could be an answer. Hmm. Just not convinced. <laughs> you saw something in that wolf's eyes. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't think that's it. 
Plus, she seemed pretty content with Shulda after they healed her, so... Right. Do me a favor, little one. Mm-hmm. Don't let her move. Okay. Tiff's gonna start walking in the direction that okay. he was staring at. Just to see if the whispers come back or anything. Whisper, 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 whisper. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, your buddy Tiff. Um, you're going out and I would say make more, one more perception check. That's a ten. Yeah, we suck at perception today. Yeah, yeah we really do. Something yeah, goes no. Tiff to a Tiff star. Right. <laughs> <That's all. laughs> So you've gone off there, Grace. What are you doing? I am just with Luba, trying to make sure that she doesn't try to follow him. So Lupa is not trying to follow Tiff. Um, trying to see. Sorry, I'm trying to read something. Yeah, you don't see anything there, Grace, but Lupa actually has kind of stood up to her feet, and she takes off in the opposite of direction of Tiff. Like runs? Or um, it's, it's like a trot. Like not, towards not us? Sprint, not sprinting. Um, more so further into the city. Oh. Tiff, you're looking out in the, in the trees. You don't see anything. Do I... Okay, I guess... I'll turn around. Do I notice Tiff! <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up? That's not very tippy. She ran off! I just told you not to let her go. Okay, Did sorry we... I don't have a leash. Do we hear this? I mean, yeah. I'd say it's pretty okay. basic. Um, Tiff, I would like you to make an arcana check for me. Cool. Ooh. That is an 18. Jeebus. <laughs> you, in the area you're in, near where you had thought Lupa was looking, you feel almost this energy. And then it's gone. Something magical just happened and you don't know what the hell it is. Oh no. <laughs> was it like a malicious kind of energy or like... How, what did you roll? 18. Is that what I said? 18. Yeah. Um, it felt natural. Now whether that's good or bad, I don't know. But I'm just gonna take that natural. as a good sign, because with everything going on, like that's a that's a good sign. Probably not for realsies, but Tips is like, okay. Um. So yeah, Lupa has just kind of gone off and done her own little thing. Uh, if I see Lupa, I wanna follow her to see what she's running towards. Um, just make, make a constitution check to make sure you can keep up with her pace. She isn't, like I said, she's not running, but she's... So like a save throw or a regular constitution Regular constitution check. Oh, that's an L one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You trip over a brain. She's just, she's just 
ahead of you. Um, you're able to kind of follow, especially because the city is empty. But, like, she's moving as if she knows the area, whereas you don't know this place at all. And it's just, it's, it's hard to keep up with her, I'll say. Um, maybe you twisted your ankle a little bit and you're kind of hobbling. You didn't take any damage or anything, but you, you got to kind of straighten it out a bit as you're walking. Um, but yeah, so she's, you're, you're following her. She's just ahead of you for sure. She got a head start, so that's not all that unexpected. I guess Tiff's just going to head back to the rest of the group since there's nothing out here for him anymore. You, you head back to the group and, and Lupa is not with them. Where's the dog? Hopper and followed her that way. <laughs> Does anybody want me to go after them? No. Okay. Spooky, you're with me. You got it. We're gonna go in that direction. I'm okay. assuming she's left some kind of tracks. Um, make a survival check. Okay. You're trying to track something, but it's a survival to check. My dogo is. I will... Nat 20, a natural 22. Oh, you. Where's that dang dog going? You're just. Following her. Foot! Uh, <laughs> you, you see the paw prints. Uh, you can kind of gauge what direction she's moving. And she's moving towards the center of the city. Okay, yeah, we'll head that way. Okay. It, it doesn't take you guys long to get that way. Who all has decided to go? Can I get a show of hands? So, try to find Lupo? Mm hmm. I think it was just them. Okay. Well, yeah. 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 So, um, you guys catch up to Lupa. And she is laying at the base of a tree. It's a big tree in the center of the city. Is it Stultus? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not Esther. It's not Stultus. Okay. It's a big, big tree. It's it's so old, you don't even know what the actual name for it would be. But it has this very dark color wood, this bark. Um, it's almost like a deep mahogany color. Mahogany. And then... <laughs> I hate you guys. And it is, um, it's just this insanely tall, like, dozens of feet tall tree. Does, does it have any, like, magical yeah. properties or anything like that? You can make an arcana check. He's not Nine. You're not with us. I follow Lupa. He did follow Lupa. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's just taking him longer, but um, maybe this tree once had magic to it? You're not quite sure. Hmm. There's nothing that screams magic, and there's nothing that says it's not magical. You'd probably need to like actually get some of the bark or um, some of the tree to do see. I, do I smell anything out of the ordinary? Ooh, um... Sorry, that was me. You can try to uh, make a perception check for smell, I suppose. Nat 20. You have advantage. Um, I just don't know what they would smell like. Uh, it smells very earthy here. Um, but there's almost like a perfume scent. It's very floral. And it isn't from the tree. I'll say that. 
want to kind of like just start walking around the tree. And... Okay. Um, go ahead and make another perception check. Five. Come on, Drew. Uh, so as you're of walking around, this is the one I don't get advantage. <laughs> as you're walking around the tree, um, you guys feel. I'll allow everyone to feel it. Just this, this sense of magic again. And then nothing there. Nothing's behind the tree. Um, but Lupa kind of sits up and she's. Oh. Can I hear anything? Make a perception check. <laughs> Thirteen. I will say, what languages do you speak? Uh, Abyssal, Common, Elvish, and Sylvan. Oh, you speak Sylvan? Yes, I speak <laughs> Sylvan. <laughs> okay. Um, you. You hear like a whispering. Again, it's it's not from the big tree. It's from kind of all around you, and it's a multitude of voices. So it's just a couple, and it, it, it's just over and over again. Um, it's just talking about some kind of uh, plague. Oh, cute. Can I attempt to speak to them in Sylvan? Well, what do you wish to say? What plague? What are you talking about? So for those of you with Halcarin, he's just started speaking out in some language. If you speak so, then you understand him. If not, you're very confused. Um, the whispering stops. They don't answer me. No. Okay, after that, I'm going to say something's here. And what do I know? Like what Sylvan, like what speaks Sylvan, typically, especially like considering everything going on. Uh, you can make a history check. Just regular intelligence, actually. <laughs> Another nat one. You suck. <laughs> and stop rolling that hat. Well, okay. Okay, so that's you, funny. <laughs> you're you're hearing this whispering, but um, it doesn't sound like any of the creatures that you're familiar with that speak Sylvan. It's, it's got its own, um, dialect. yeah, it's a, a dialect, exactly. It's almost like it's speaking a, an off branch of Sylvan. Something's here. It's, it's speaking Sylvan. They mentioned a plague. What do you make of that, Spooky? It's me. <laughs> He deals with the supernatural, not diseases. <laughs> well, should we be concerned about it? Should we be concerned about it? From what I could hear, anyway. Um, it, it make an insight check. Ugh. Oh, shit tonight. Uh, fifteen. Um, it didn't sound hostile. It sounded concerned. No, no. They sounded more concerned as opposed to wanting to harm us or anything. Well, that's good. <laughs> Tiff's not sure what to do with this boy. <laughs> Tiff just came to get his dog. Is there anything else going on around here or anything like that? Um, Lupa... He's on the tree. 
No. <laughs> Lupa has started, I guess the only way you could really describe it is talking, except it's not really talking. It's not words. Um, but, but it's also not that. It's more of a... The, the thing it's communing with, they, they can speak as if they shared a language, so it's not, she's not speaking in Sylvan, and they're not speaking in, um, Wolf. Wolf. It's kind of their own communication. It is very weird. Can't I did not expect to spend this much time on this, but y'all can't roll for anything. Okay. <laughs> I... Use, I have an herbalism kit. Can I use that to maybe try to peel off some of the bark of this weird tree? You may try. I'm gonna try to peel off some of the bark from the weird tree. Um, you said we all felt kind of like some magical presence. Yes, absolutely. What does bitch feel all about this? Ooh. Oh, you know what? I, I, I forgot about bitch. I forgot about her, bitch. Oh, I bitch. Try again. I didn't mean for her to say something. Um, she's. I'm trying to think how she would honestly react. It's a bit tough. Because, like, she's not religious. She doesn't care. So I feel like none of this really has any meaning to her. It's almost like she's asleep. Um, Seems like a comfy place to sleep. You know, she's, she's waiting for the fight to start. You're, you're almost feeling like you've got it. I would say that what she does say is, um, I'm taking too long, it isn't safe. Um, she, she doesn't want, you know, to stay still in a place she might not move. So she's a bit agitated, I guess, but yeah, she's basically taking a nap, taking a rest until you are doing something more exciting for her. Can I try to, like, um, sneak away from the rest of the group and try to follow them back to where they are? And Absolutely. Just... I mean, you can make a stealth check if you're trying to be sneaky about it. Yeah, I am trying to be sneaky about it because he told me don't worry about it. So I'm gonna try to sneak my way over there. That is a six. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Katara, that new guy thing just started getting up and walking away. Where are you going? There, oh. Grace, you noticed too, I'd say. They've been gone for a little while. I just want to make sure they're okay. I'm sure they're fine. We'll wait a little bit longer before we go check on them. They told us to stay here. Yelled or something if they needed anything. But what if they already did? <laughs> dun dun dun! Okay. I mean, it's pretty quiet. I feel like if you guys were here, you'd be trying to take bark off the tree. Um, well, I would like you to try to make a roll. Um, we'll go with a. Sorry, I'm just trying to determine what kind of roll it would be. I guess just um, a sleight of hand is like the only thing I can really think of. 22! Oh geez, yeah, so you are able to kind of wedge that in there. It starts peeling the bark. And then... She screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> you 
was so I ripping off you. Your I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh oh. Oh, oh no. Not the this worst for me last time. Saving throw. Sixteen. Okay. Um. So, so yeah. First, as you as you're about to go, your nothing happens. Um, trying to see what else it would do. You're able to start peeling some of the bark, and um, Lupa actually starts barking at you. like doing the thing? Yes. Oh, I'm gonna stop and let me see. What is it, girl? Um, she's run up to you and she's like tugging on the edge of your robes with her teeth. Like oh, trying okay. to pull you away from the tree. I'm gonna take that as she doesn't want me to do this. Mm-mm. She does not. You do have a small piece of the bark which you're able to keep. <laughs> does the bark have any magical properties? You can make an arcana check. Net 20! This has a very old magic feel to it. Um, old as in before anything that even you're familiar with. This tree is as old as the earth itself. Um, and it feels to have definitely some kind of magical property that's allowed it. It's such a long lifespan and it's been sheltered here in this city that's shielded by magic. This tree actually, you can tell, uh, generates that like magic shield that kind of keeps the city hidden. Oh! That is interesting. Hopefully I didn't fuck it and the bugs are going to infest well, it. Well, Lupa is very angry with you. Uh, she's kind of torn the hem of your robe, actually. Trying to pull you away from the tree. Um, I'm going to share the information that I know about the bark. Okay. It's old as fuck. I'm not actually going to say that, but... That's going to be the gist of what I'm saying. Well, Lupa's not too happy about it, so uh, maybe... Don't mess with the tree. I was gonna say, do you want me to like duct tape it back on? What's duct tape? <laughs> um, when when Tip says maybe we don't mess with the tree, you help your animal here. That would be wise. Well, it's about time someone answered us. Who are you? And from this big tree, it almost um lights up a little bit and from it emerges this figure and what you see is almost a feminine form um, shrouded in foliage uh, that floral scent has gotten significantly stronger dark strider right. it is actually coming from her hair which appears to be full of flowers and other shrubbery um she shrubbery <laughs> So, she steps forward, 
Um, she's completely like green. And um, I mean like out game, a, a dryad has come I was out gonna say, I think it's a dryad. So. <laughs> I was gonna say poison ivy, but whatever. Basically the same. Yeah, but so, so if you know what a dryad is, there is a picture here in the book of the monster manual, if you guys can see that. Ooh, cool. So she has stepped out of the tree. Um, yeah, so they- Whoa! <clears throat> Green lady! You guys see this too, right? I didn't like- No, the other stay. Okay, good to know. Lupa has gone and um, sat by the dryad's side. Oh. You traitorous bitch! No, not really. Be careful um, there, Lupa. What what was this talk of a plague I heard earlier? Um. She kind of just looks at you for a minute, and her eyes. It's almost like they're trying to see through you. Um. She kind of has her head head tilted a bit inquisitively. Um, and she turns to, she turns to look at Lupa, and talks in that weird dialect again, and Lupa, um, her head kind of goes and bows forward a bit, and, um, Dry turns back to you, and, and she says, uh, we don't have a word for it, it is... It's of another world. What is it? We've been isolated here for a long time. And even we are beginning to feel the effects of it. Have you not noticed? Notice what exactly? She kind of gestures around to her. She says... The... The animals are disappearing. The trees are dying. The people have gone. We kept this place sacred, the city of Kreishere, and we have waited for our Borobus to return to us. We have kept it here for him, hoping that we would feel his return, and instead we find that the forests are dying. The forests are dying, is what she says. And soon even we here, under the great tree, will die too. Yeah, we have noticed that. In fact, uh, we, we went to the temple and actually grabbed the Convorbus himself. On the way here, we have noticed that many of the animals have disappeared. It's much less what we are accustomed to. If you truly have grabbed the crown of our Borobus, and as my friend here has said, you can be trusted. Um, we were not certain, so we kept ourselves hidden. And then you'll notice a few more have come out of a few of the other surrounding trees in the square, the town square. It's just a handful of them. Probably about five. 
And they're speaking of the... Selwyn. Okay, so Tiff has no idea what the fuck's going on. This tree lady is talking, and Halcarin <laughs> is talking back. And all these, like, green ladies just walked out of trees, and Tiff's like, Oh my god. <laughs> You're just as unsettled as I am, right? I, I thought I ate some bad berries or something. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, she doesn't say something. Um, do you know what we can do to try um, to stop this? When you, when you mention the bad berries, even though she doesn't speak common, the, the dryad who had been speaking, um, casts a small spell in her hand, and she holds out a handful of berries to you. Good berry! <laughs> it is a good berry. <laughs> the best spell in the game. <laughs> Tiff's just gonna take a berry and just kind of like, thank, thank you. You heal a point of health. Yeah, buddy! <laughs> one, one berry is enough to fill a man for a day. How many have you had? Four. <laughs> um, what can we do to help? Is there anything we do to stop this? She kind of thinks for a moment. <laughs> she and she looks to that. she looks to her sisters and she looks to Lupa. And I have to flip a page here, but she's gonna tell you something in a minute. Where is it? I apologize. She says, um, I have a lot of notes. It's okay. That's okay. There are those who do his work, and he works for someone too. Uh, if our board was truly cannot come to our aid, then perhaps. He is relying on you. Um, since he saw you fit to take the crown. And she... She... Oh my gosh. It's hard to put things into words when I have like an idea. <laughs> so she kind of goes on to talk about that this plague is a physical being that is rotting the forests of Naturai from the inside out, which it's a land of resources, as Arborbus is the god of resourcefulness, and it's taking everything. Better not be a Zunazu. It's even reaching the lost city of Kratere, which has magical protection and a very spiritual connection to this god um and the the dryads had thought they would be safe there um they used she goes on to explain how her her sisters and she used to go out into the forests and they would commune with the animals and with the trees and they would go from tree to tree to tree and that they were 
a reclusive but altogether like peaceful and positive being in the forest and that they have had to retreat further and further back. They have not been able to go out as far as they once did. And now she um, she is the only one left who can speak because so much of the forest is dying that her sisters have lost their voices. Oh. And <coughs> soon she too will lose her voice and they are not powerful enough to stop it. So they have no idea what to do. Mm-mm. Where did this all start? She she isn't sure, but she tells you um, the physical signs to look for, and if you follow them, that eventually you will have to find the source. Like what are those physical signs? Um, the there are trees being felled. Uh, the minions of this great rot are she describes them you essentially recognize them as goblins and hobgoblins and a variety of other um, nefarious beasts that are going to be looting and pillaging and um, destroying the trees and killing the animals and not even utilizing the parts of their bodies and just um polluting the waters, and there's smoke in the air, and just all kinds of physical things, uh, you know, urbanization, and industrialization, and all kinds of, uh, just, like, waste of resources. But it's not beginning to feel like a forest anymore, and so that's why the, the dryads are not able to venture out into it. Do you know where the nearest signs of any of these beasts are? These... We have not been able to leave Kreishere for some time. Uh, I, I do not know now where they are. Have you talked with the local village? Are they hostile? No, not at all. And I'll, I'll explain everything they've told me so far. So you guys are now aware of the Dryad's plight and that something very sinister is going on here. Um, and it is... It is either a very old magic or it is a very new magic they are not familiar with. They can't quite place it. But it is something that is causing physical harm to the lands and the people. We thank you all that you told us, I'm going to speak in somewhat again, uh, thank you for all that you told us, and I will do our best of what we can to stop this. Yes, we hope that you can. And they'll, she'll kind of look to her sisters with a very sad look on her face, it's very solemn. She says, I, I wish you good fortune. And you as well. <laughs> she smiles a bit and she uh, she nods and she reaches down and she pets Lupa gently. She's such a good dog. <laughs> I'm here for the Lupa content. And she is now speaking to Lupa in their weird language, but 
it is one of compassion, and what she's actually doing is she is thanking Lupa, um, and she's telling Lupa it will, uh, it will probably be the last time that they get to speak, and Lupa seems very sad, but she pets Lupa, and, um, and the dryad kind of looks to Hawkerin and she, she says, she is, as you say, a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is. I'm going to give her a pat on the head. Okay. Lupa, not the dryad. Okay. <laughs> so I got to... was a good little woodland creature. The dryads kind of all come together and they, um, they hold hands and kind of form a circle. And as they do, their bodies actually start to root into the ground. And then they kind of start to form around the tree. And um, they're, they're essentially kind of beginning to lose their, their physical form and becoming more of one with, with nature. And it is a sad but a positive experience for them because they're going out on their own terms. So they they've kind of ceased all communication at this point and they've become very stiff. Okay. So um speaking again. Um I'm thinking we should probably see if we could find any of these beasts that have been terrorizing the woods. Do you know anything, Cholda? Cholda's not there. Oh, we should probably... They tried to sneak away, and then Katara was like, no! Okay, we should probably head back and inform the others. Yes. Tiff agrees. In the third person. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we'll head back to the group. Lupa kind of is standing there for a minute, just looking at at the dryads. And then, I didn't have to be sad. And then she hears that you guys are like on the move, and she kind of almost like shakes out of it and trots along with you guys. And you guys are able to return to camp where everyone else enjoyed a short rest. So we're gonna go there and then fill them in on what was going on. Okay, so uh, Halcorn relays the information to you that they encountered some dryads uh, who seemed to be friends with Lupa and about a plague that has kind of overtaken the forest, as they called it, but in more accurate terms, it's uh, a group of goblins and hobgoblins that are working for some larger force that have. Uh, have essentially begun to poison Naturai, and that there's something sinister at work in the woods, and the dryads have lost their voices, and now they're their physical forms, and that the lost city of Kreishere, um is truly abandoned, and that all of the animals are disappearing, and think bad things are happening everywhere, essentially, and it's reaching further and further into the forest, and soon it will consume everything. So... Stoltis doesn't like that. Stoltis ain't here. I know. Shoulder, do you know of anything? 
about this? Do I know anything about this? Um, you can make a nature check. Okay. I guess just to see if you really noticed anything going on with nature. That's a seven. Hold uh. I'm oblivious. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm just like, no. All I notice is that I've been walking a long time, and I'm on my mission. Azutazu, sorry, hasn't really told you anything about nature or a plague or... No. Azutazu doesn't really focus on nature stuff. He focuses on personal freedom and fun. Maybe we can ask some people in town. Well, I'm ready to go. If you guys are ready to go, I can't wait to meet more new people. <laughs> okay, so you guys want to head back to town then? Yep. yep. So, and as you are journeying back to town, you are noticing a little bit about what the Dryads had said, uh, especially you, Tiff. You probably realize there really aren't as much wildlife as there should be. And you just have a really uneasy feeling. What was that, Halcarin? You had your hand up? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Stretching? Okay, sure. Well, as you guys head back to the small village, you know, the treetop village that you have been residing in for the most part and where the underground is located, you get back and it's probably, you know, late in the day, starting to get closer to evening, but the sun's still up. So it's not quite sunset yet. And the town is quiet. Like suspiciously quiet? I don't know, is it suspicious? Oh, Tiff's gone through this town quite a few times. So, is it suspicious for this time of day to be so quiet? I mean, most people might be returning to their homes. You're not quite sure. You make a perception check for me. Oh. I... Anyone who wants to, could. Okay. Seven. I'll do it. Halcorin, you haven't been staying here long, so um, you're not quite sure. Then maybe everyone's just, you know, at home. I rolled a 21. A 21? <coughs> 17? 17. I didn't roll. You don't want to? No. Okay. There is. It's just like... Okay. Making my way down. Time. Yeah. You said perception, right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. Well, 17. Okay, so how okay, you're really the only one who doesn't notice. Cholda, I'm gonna say, because you rolled a 21, where's everybody at? Where is everybody? Towns are supposed to be full of people and they're You're here to see shoulders. people. You're here excited to meet yeah, people. Talk about I want to talk about a Zutazu. There is nobody. It's not even just like people in the houses. There is nobody here. This isn't right. This, you're immediately wondering where they brought you to, because this doesn't... This what feels is this, like, like a ghost town or something? It feels exactly like where you just came from. Do you guys just sneak into the bar and take drinks? Everyone else who rolled under 20, but still the high I don't, levels, have, a, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, but. you... The the butcher stand, the, the armory, the streets, people's homes, there are no lights on. This is that one um, shot all over again. There's nothing, there's nothing really here, and no one, there's no sound, no one's talking, no one's, there's no signs of anybody. But he immediately, with the 21, immediately notices nobody's here at all. 
There isn't anybody here. Can I pick up any sense? Um, make a perception check for me. Sniff them out. Corner It's a smell. The smelly smell. Smell. Did did you roll with advantage because of smell? Yep. Okay. That's it's still good enough. Um, I'll say that kind of stinks over here. Um, you're familiar with different kinds of things. You, I, I'd say it's enough. You know uh, what orc smells like. Uh oh. And oh. um. <laughs> Now, you also. I was thinking the same thing! You also remember that the barkeep was some kind of half orc or orc type character um, in the underground, but it's. You knew his smell. It's not him. Um, You also cannot smell any of the humanoids. Um, If you are, like, looking around, you don't hear anything. In fact, it's eerily quiet. And you um, see kind of like um, some trails in the dirt in the streets where it looks like uh, people have been dragged. Feel just right. Something's wrong here. I know. I smell orc. Oh no. There was there were orcs in the bar. No, no. This is different. Can, well, I we start, gotta... can I start following one of those trails? Um, absolutely. You can make a survival track to try to uh, roll to try to track it. Tiff's pulling out his battle axe. Okay. Absolutely. It's okay. That'll be a 13. 13? Um, they're kind of going in every direction. It seems like people were dragged out of their homes. Some people may have tried to take shelter in their homes and kind of locked themselves in. You see, um, you see that, um, a couple trees have fallen where the orc must have, um, either chopped or knocked them down, especially because most of them are younger trees and, um, thinner, but, uh, since most of the people had pulled up their, their rope ladders and things that he just took down the entire tree, um, you see uh, doors smashed in. You guys, the, the butcher stands that you're familiar with, it's been completely ransacked. Um, any, any traces of food have been taken. And uh, there's a little bit of blood over there, and you're not sure whose or what it is. And I'll make you make a wisdom saving throw because the blood. Dark Strider. Yeah. Oh, you're in control, but you're pissed. Uh, there was a raid here. Mm-hmm. People taken from their homes, likely killed. Well, we gotta do something. We gotta go and save them. We gotta try to find them and save them. On that, we can agree. People should not be forced away from their homes. You almost hear a big yawn, Dark Strider, because bitch has kind of awoken in your mind. <laughs> But you're in control. It's fine. Um, but she is. She almost has like her own little, you know, personality, and she's able to kind of do all these things. And she, 
has kind of awoken and uh, she senses you're angry and she just goes, what is it? Bitches remarks, they do take right, a place right. in his head, but, but he, I, are you absolutely. audibly speaking to her? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, so you hear him go, yes, we can. Right, of course we can go and save them. You were Kill talking, them. You... Harm them, make them bleed. She's kind of assisting you. That way, that way. No, it's that way. And she's like getting progressively more excited. Uh, uh, the more blood and like trails that she sees. What's Lupa doing? Like, would she be able to? Lupa has kind of wandered into town with you. Um, she hasn't really been to town. Oh, yet. that's true. So okay. she doesn't really know what's happening. Um. Are there any, like... She can definitely tell something has happened here, and her ears have flattened, and her tail is, um, down, and she's, um, kind of sniffing around at some of the blood trails, and she actually... Let me see if she's going to say, was there any, like, scraps of, like, fabric or anything that we can ever... And she's just putting her nose to the ground, and she's just kind of following around, and she just starts going off, following, sniffing stuff. Guys, I think Luke found something. I'm gonna follow behind her. Okay, so you guys would follow behind, and um, she starts to lead you out of the town and deeper into the forest, and you guys all look really tired. So I'm probably going to call it here also because some people have not been chiming in as much and I don't want people to be sitting here stuck if they're not having a good time. So yeah, I'm just, I'm just struggling a little bit. Yeah, it's hard. It's okay. Uh, so into the woods we go yet again. Yep, you guys. Back into the fray. Mm-hmm. Next time. Fucking or. So I guess in a couple weeks we'll take care of what I really had planned for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the Realms of Omnia tonight, and next time there will be some more activity. <laughs> <laughs>